Hello, hello, hello. This is Manny, and you're listening to The Manny Show here on Shea Radio. And I got, as always, my cool people in the studio. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Hey. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm also good. <laughs> Who do we got in the studio today? Daniel, Lena, and Jan. Where's, where's Vanessa? At she church, doesn't want to... No, <laughs> she's boycotting the radio. She has a meeting now with yeah. Yeah, very cool. We got in the background my little girl. Say hello real loud. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so cool, so cool. Yeah, so we are back. It's that time of the week again where we come here on Thursdays, 3:30 London time, and you have us for the next hour where we're just going to be uh going through a series that we're going to start this this week. And um Daniel, why do we have this show? Anyways, what's the purpose of this show? Uh talk about lots of things mainly uh about God and things related to him. Mm. And yeah, bless the listeners in English even in the Faroe Islands. <laughs> It's an international time. All right? Yeah. I was I was talking to my boss with my day job and he's like because we're we're going to start doing some international work and he's like he's like we're already ready to do international work our 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 office is all international people and I think the Faroe Islands is just blessed like that to already have their foot into the international way of doing things so we're just you know a reflection of the culture yeah <laughs> <laughs> very very cool so um how are you doing Lena how's life <laughs> I'm doing good Yeah. Life's good. Life's good. Yeah. Yeah. You enjoy being on the Faroe Islands? <laughs> of course. <laughs> can I say anything else now? <laughs> yeah, you're welcome to. <laughs> no, I enjoy it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you can be honest on this radio show. No one really listens. No, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I do enjoy it, and that's honest. <laughs> yeah, very cool. And you got a nice host family that you're living with. Yes. Also very international. That's true. That's really nice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. What about your host family, uh, Jan? How are they? They are very nice. <laughs> they are so nice. I really like them. And uh, yeah, it's the best host family I ever had in my whole life. <laughs> Is it yeah. the only host family you've ever had? No. Actually oh, not. So, okay. That's saying a lot. Right but on. it's not hard to be the, like better than the other one, <laughs> to be honest. But no, my whole family is great. Awesome. Daniel, what about you? How are you liking the Fair Islands? I'm enjoying here. And yeah. like, according to Tom, the pastor of City Church, he says that the weather is good since we're here. Mm. But really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like, I, I was expecting a... Like, the worst weather mm. ever because yeah. like i just read lots of things about the weather yeah so it came like i expecting yeah. really bad weather but it's been out. pretty decent yeah, actually i mean good. you still have the rain and the wind and the snow and and all that stuff but it's it's like a little bit more controlled than it's ever been yeah and it's like cloudy like lots of days like today cloudy and not so much rain not so much wind mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like, I enjoy the days where I'm able to walk to work. The weather's nice enough, even in the winter. And today was one of those days. And I was like, oh, we've had quite a few of these days. So I think you brought a type of blessing here. And I think it would be very rude if you <laughs> moved away. That, w- that would be so offensive to the Faroese culture. So you, I guess you all got to just stay. Until you don't have an influence on the weather, then you're allowed to leave. <laughs> when the weather is horrible consistently, then it's time. Gotta go. I hope you have an open ticket. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right, cool. So we, um, we're going we're gonna to go through this series, and I call it Kingdom Seekers. And um, I think my, my motive behind this was that I would like... To go back to the, the the foundations of what it means to be a Christian, why are we a Christian? Why do we live out this Christian life? What does that look like? So, without even going into the topic, Yan, what do you think it means to be a kingdom seeker? Uh, first of all, I have to greet my friends from Germany. Hey, they Germans! Are listening. Uh, yes, and uh, what does it mean to be a kingdom seeker? It means that you are. I think it means it's connected to God's kingdom, obviously. So you go through the world and you seek God's kingdom in the things you are doing and things that you are saying and in the things you pay attention to and things you value mm-hmm. and values you also give to other people. Yeah. So cool. it means you want to build God's kingdom and it means you have to talk to people and you can't just sit quiet at home and do nothing because cool. then you are not building anything. Yeah. But Lena, what, he's saying build God's kingdom. What is God's kingdom though? Like, what do you think he... What is like? I'm going to build a a um, a Victorian style house. You know, that's a certain style of house, and I can explain what a Victorian house looks like. So, when we're saying we're building God's kingdom, what what does that look like? I think God's kingdom is everywhere where God reigns. So it's everywhere um, where people believe in Him and where they um, submit their lives to them, and um, also where like. Just like really practically where love reigns and where mm. peace and joy and things that God is where those things reign. Yeah, yeah. So cool. That's interesting that you say love because, you know, we try and say that our understanding of love is what the Bible says and our experience with God. Um, I would say that other people in the world have a different definition or outlook of what love means to them. So it's important that when we say that we are building God's kingdom, and one of those things that it looks like is His love, then we need to like, okay, but what is God's love? That should be pretty interesting to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What does the kingdom of God look like for you, Daniel? Uh, Many people being changed. I think that's when the kingdom, when like we have the kingdom of God in our lives, mm. we are changed. Uh, and I was just thinking about, like, that I think one of the greatest marks of God in our lives is that we are being changed. So it's not about how, like, where did you came from and where you are, mm. but it's about evolving and getting better. I don't know if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's not about, like, being, a like, a great guy, but it's about being better than before. And each time being better and being more like the process yeah. of sanctification. Mm, I, I like that. When you say changed, though, who changed into what? Uh, I think that 
being changed by God is being uh, turning more into how Jesus was. Boom. So, so more Christ-like. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in everything, in, in how we deal with emotions, how we deal with frustration, and how we deal with enemies, because he had like people killing him. Mm. So, do you have any enemies that we need to look out for? No. <laughs> <laughs> I always think that, like, because I watch too many Hollywood films, of course. But anyways, I always think, oh, what if the U.S. is sending, like, a Navy SEALs team to come after me? I got to watch my back. <laughs> what, have you, what have you done? I can't say. <laughs> I just, no, say. No. <laughs> just make something up. It's a good story for radio. <laughs> That's my old life. <laughs> I'm just fine. <laughs> my daughter's here. No. Cool. Right on. Well... This is a five-part series, and um, Daniel, you're going to introduce this first part to us, but we'll, we'll go ahead and play a song when we come back, then we'll hand it over to you, bro. Yeah. As always, how can people get a hold of us or watch or listen or... Yeah, and the man? Um, on shay.fo, mm-hmm. and then you have to go on a sign up, like in the left corner, in the right corner. Yeah, upper right corner. And there's like a speaker and... Have just to click on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, to all the listeners, if you are not listening yet, you can join. <laughs> so, Such great advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it will be on on Spotify, uh, on Facebook, published afterwards. Maybe. Yeah, I actually uh, shared something yeah. on my wall um, with with the link, but I think it's just to the Facebook page. But yeah, you you, you can uh, listen to us live right now. Yeah, just follow on Instagram. Yeah, and. Um, Facebook to be updated. Yes, and for those that are actually listening to us now, Lena, do you know the number where they can text message us? Yeah, I think so. Is it five seven 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 seven? Yeah, yeah, seven. Another? No, yeah. no. Wait, five, five and five sevens. Yeah, five yeah. and five sevens. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. You did one, two, three, four. <laughs> Very cool. So text messages. If you have a song request, prayer request, you want to jump in on our conversation, feel free to do so. Otherwise, we got a playlist with some music here, and we're going to jump in. This is Mass Anthem with their version of Reckless Love. spoke a word you were singing over me you have been so so good to me before I took a breath you breathed your life in me you have been so so kind to me Overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found Leaves the 99 I couldn't earn it, I don't deserve it Still you give yourself away
No shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up. You're coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down. You're coming after me. There's no shadow you won't light up, mountain you won't climb up. You're coming after me. Mass anthem singing the song "Reckless Love." So, do you have more of your friends joining us? Yes, and I should uh, greet Bismarck and Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher, yes, it's just like a mafia group. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what we did back in Germany. <laughs> no. Maybe the Navy SEALs are after you guys. <laughs> and and uh, Louis the Sixteenth, the headless Sixteenth. <laughs> That's cool. awesome. Very, very cool. Uh, my sister wrote too. She wanted to listen. Bobby Joe. So if you're listening right now and my brother Robert, hello. What's up? Cali people. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. If you're just joining us, this is the Manny Show on Shea Radio. We're here every week. And hopefully you go away uh, encouraged, equipped, and comfort in the season that you are in. We're starting a theme called Kingdom Seekers. It's a five... Uh, five um, subject series that we're going to go through, and it's just about to get back to the basics about what does it mean to be a Christian, a, a follower of Christ, and um, we talked a little bit about the kingdom of God. What does that mean? What does that look like? Stuff like that. But today, what are we focusing on, Daniel? The kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and, or actually the gospel of the kingdom, and mm. what does it mean, the kingdom, the gospel, and we're, we'll talk about what we're people expecting from Jesus and what did they receive instead. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, in the end, the practical stuff of what does it mean to have the kingdom in our lives and in our inf- environment? Yeah, in our yeah, surrounding. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I would like to start with, a f- with one verse. It's John 18, 36. Yeah. And Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. Boom. And this is in context, this is when he was already arrested and he's in front of the governor, Pilate, right? And he's talking to him about it. Why Why does everyone think you're guilty and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. It's, no, yeah, it was uh, the high priest. The high priest time. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, right after, right 
Let me see. So it says, you are a king then, said Pilate. And Pilate was the... Roman. Oh, no, yeah, it was Pilate. Yeah, he was... Yeah. yeah. But it was, I think it's in the same day. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Very Tough cool. day. Tough day for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and why, why did you share that scripture? What, what does that have to do with uh, this? Because, like, is that he said, my kingdom is not of this world. Mm. And people were actually expecting Jesus to be, a, like, a king in the human sense, like, that would defeat Rome and change the leader of everything there. Yeah. Because, like, the Jews were, were being oppressed by Rome. And they were expecting the Messiah more than ever because they thought that the Messiah would come and defeat Rome, and like a military force. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, some of the disciples they thought that they would, they would like be militaries and yeah. stuff like this. <laughs> uh, so it's interesting. Yeah, we we talked about the chosen here like a few episodes ago, right. and then I started watching actually. And like there, you can see how the disciples were, uh, they didn't understand the things. And they were like, even the only thing they understood was Jesus was the Messiah. Yeah. So like, even when they were not understanding what Jesus said, they were just following because they knew it was from God. Mm. That's really interesting. Yeah. Very, 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 yeah. He came totally different than what everyone thought. We talked about what are we like? What is the kingdom? Mm-hmm. Just a bit about, but yeah. we'll talk more. But I think it's nice to start with what is the gospel because we will talk about the gospel of the yeah. kingdom. Yeah, cool. Uh, so it's Isaiah fifty-two. Like, what do you think you would like to read? Everything or just a part? Yeah, you can uh, read the part that you enjoyed or you thought that stuck out most. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a Isaiah Isaiah fifty-two. Actually, a little bit before, and that whole chapter <clears throat> is is like a. It's a messianic song. So so the, the Jews, they would actually sing this prophetic word that Isaiah gave, and it was um, to give them hope for the Messiah coming. So they would sing and proclaim this song over and over as, as time went on. So this is, this is actually a song, and, and, and it was, it's a double prophecy. So it was one, uh, a prophetic word about them being free from Babylon, which they were in captivity with at that time. And then the second part of the prophetic, or the double meaning, was that there would come someday a Messiah uh, to free the world of the captivity it was in, in sin. So it was, it was like a double thing. Yeah, nice. Go for it. And uh, so it, it was talking about Jerusalem being in a captivity, mm-hmm. and like, but meanwhile they were in this uh, problem. Mm-hmm. There was someone coming with good message. Like with good news, and how beautiful on the mount on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, mm. who proclaim peace, who bring good things, who, tidings, good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, "Your God reigns." That's so, cool. like this is interesting because it the God they started like afterwards when after Jesus they were talking about how the how Jesus being here was like uh, the good news. Mm. And I think it's also interesting that, uh, so it's Isaiah 52. Seven. Uh, no, now 13. Yeah. Oh. See, my, my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. And then I was watching the video of the Bible project. Yeah. And they were talking about this. Yeah. And how Jesus, he was actually 
like he was lifted up in the cross. Exactly. And it was like even even though it was like just a cartoon showing Jesus being exalted, but the timing was so good the way they said like mm. he was lifted in a cross and he was exalted by day that way. Yeah. So it's basically it's everything uh and this we will talk about on with the kids today right mm, yeah how like the kingdom was kind of upside down yeah because it's like uh the king dying mm -hmm. and the king fighting but without making war mm -hmm. so it's everything uh, upside down and people were not understanding no like, i mean because like think about this you guys Like, you're reading this part. See, my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. Doesn't that sound like something exciting, something good? Like, I mean, just reading it just like that. And it was actually him being crucified on the cross and the cross being lifted up. And that was a good thing. <laughs> But I thought, like, now we are, like, a bit smarter than the people down there because they have, like, the knowledge. Mm. Have, like, of from, what happened. Yeah, of what happened. But still, we also have if we the first solution that many people have about conflicts in the world is always war. Still, if you see like um, Hollywood movies, like we watched a movie together, and like there was a big troll. <laughs> there was no all the trolls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, the yeah, first yeah. thing they had was like those Norwegians just, just put like <laughs> nuclear bombs on it and destroy it completely. Like yeah. so, we still have in mind like the first thing we have is like. War. And they also like. had it probably. And the other thing is, I think it is a smart way to proclaim it like this here mm. in a more majestic and um, bigger way because then people are actually like waiting on it. If you just say yeah, a man coming, he will like be some years around with you and then he will die. Mm -hmm. The people wouldn't like, bah. you know, they wouldn't mm. be like that. They wouldn't um, think about it. And they wouldn't um, recognize this maybe as like a huge thing. Yeah. But now they are like happy and are waiting for this. Lena, have you ever seen any movies where Jesus, where it was the whole story of him being crucified? Mm, I don't know, actually. Probably like in, in kids' church or something. Okay. When I was a child, but not recently. There, there was an amazing movie that I still think is awesome. It's called The Passion of the Christ. Have you, have you guys seen that? Yeah. And that one was like, like crushing, you know, because it really showed... I think the actor in real life even dislocated his shoulder because he had to really enact everything and he was carrying the cross and it was so heavy that it, his shoulder popped out and and they were going to stop the filming. But he said, no, I want I need to feel this pain so that I can understand even a little bit of what Jesus went through. And like I'm just thinking about even this last part, verse 14. It says, just as they were... Many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being, and his form marred beyond human likeness. And that's exactly what happened to Jesus. He was whipped. Like, and, and, and they talk about the types of whips that the Romans used. It wasn't just leather, but there was like all kinds of like broken glass and metal, and it would like tear the skin off of the back. And they whipped him in the back and in the front. That was the normal way of whipping. It was... So many on the front and so many on the back. And then to put this like really thick crown, they were just mocking him of, of real life branches um, rounded and squeezed together, compressed together. And they all had these really old hard shell 
thorns on them. And they just shoved it. They pushed it down on his head where it just dug into his skull and blood was pouring out. And then he had to walk. And if you've ever seen how far that is, I can't remember. It's at least a couple kilometers from where they get whipped to where they got to carry the cross up to, um, to where they were crucified. Golgotha. Yeah, a couple kilometers. He couldn't even make it because he was just so beaten that they had to grab somebody else to carry the cross with him. That's what he went through. So when it's saying this stuff right here, and this is the gospel. This is part of the gospel that you're talking about here, Daniel. Yeah. What are you talking about here? It's all <laughs> negative stuff. <here. laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the beginning part of this good gospel message. And it says right here, he will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. Like, that's a good thing. And somewhere else it says that um, um, he put, for the cross set before him, he counted it all joy. Like, he found joy in knowing that he was going to be crucified for us. Yeah. And I think through the Roman actions, you could actually see like how impressive Jesus was because you also you only do this to your, like to your um, greatest like enemy. I wouldn't say mm. enemies, but to like people you are like afraid of mm-hmm. or like you um you are like um it's a serious like a serious person and they mm. are like celebrating mm-hmm. so much like mm-hmm. putting him down mm-hmm. so they they don't they don't do this to normal yeah. to normal people to normal thieves or whatever mm-hmm. murderers they just do it to jesus yeah can i tell you a little testimony of just how powerful even just this part of the gospel message because this is just the beginning part it's not the whole thing like we know that there's more to this gospel message right but i was watching this Uh, with with my with my mother, this movie, um, um, and she didn't want to see it at first because yeah we have differences in uh, back then in the way that we thought about who Jesus was and stuff like that. Never mind that, but but I really wanted to go and she went with me, <clears throat> and and um, I could remember when they when she was watching them beat Jesus and and stuff like that, and she was just crying out, "How could they do that to my?" She was in tears. Like there were so many people in literal tears in that cinema, in that movie theater. How could they do that to our Jesus? Why would they do that to him? And in the middle of this, a man in the next row next to us fell to the ground, grabbing his heart. He was having a heart attack. And me and another guy, we saw this going on and, and we jumped up right away to go help him. And my mom grabbed me, what are you doing? And I said, this guy's having a heart attack. We need to help him. Call the call. Um, <clears throat> someone needs to call 911. So someone ran out and they called 911. <clears throat> and we said, Well, let's pray for him. So, so, and he was like, his eyes had rolled back and he wasn't breathing. And so we prayed for him that he would be healed in the name of Jesus. And that's all we said. <clears throat> and within like seconds, his eyes rolled back and he sat up and he coughed. He's like, What just happened? He's like, you were having a heart attack, it seemed like. And um, he's like, well, I, I feel okay. And, and then the paramedics came and they wheeled him out. And then like 15 minutes later, he came back in and watched the rest of the movie. <laughs> and my mom, my mom just looked at me, what the heck just happened? I'm like, 
that's God for you, man. And we watched the rest of the movie, and it was so powerful. It was a, it was a great moment. And that, and that movie, you know, it just gave, gave you a teaser at the very end of him being crucified and him coming out of the tomb. But the movie ended there, right? So it was more focused on the beginning part of the message of him, the, the, the 24 hours of him being arrested and, and judged and, and crucified. And miracles like that can come from just that part of the gospel. That's a kingdom gospel, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got on that? What, what else do you want to talk about concerning the gospel part? Uh, yeah, so I think that they were expecting other type of kingdom, like mm. we just said. Mm-hmm. But actually what they received, are it's even better. Uh, and some of them realized that it was even better. Because the sacrifice of Jesus and the this upside down kingdom mm-hmm. solved not like a political problem, but solved like an eternal problem. Mm. So I think this uh, was even better because it solved the problem of the sin mm-hmm. and not just the problem of uh, one country being being oppressed. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I think it's even better news. And so of them realized bigger, better, bolder. <laughs> What's up, yeah? Uh, now we could argue about that political problems are just symptoms of the eternal problem. Ooh. And if you fix the eternal problem, you also would fix mm-hmm. a lot of political problems. Mm-hmm. So, someone someone said this phrase to me, and, and it's so simple, it's irritating, because we are so used to being a church that's defending what we believe in to this world. We're always on the defense mode, right? And he says, "There's no way you're going to be able to change." you know, society and the laws, you know, by trying to fight the laws that are already there. They're there for a reason. They're, they're part of the culture's actually value system. He says, so if you want to change the laws of the land, he said, you got to do it in this, in this, uh, in this direction instead. You, you change the mindset, which change the core values, which will change the laws, not the other way around. And we're too busy doing it the other way around. Like, oh no, there's too many laws that are making it hard for us to be a church and live out our values. We need to fight those laws. Well, no, you should have, (laughs) from the beginning, lived out your values in a way that it changes the mindset of the people around you, which later on, because they see the fruit of it, will change the core values in them, which people will fight for. When you have a core value, take, for example, women's rights to vote in the 20s, right? They had been fighting for women to be able to vote for decades before that. It took a long time for that to even come into play to vote on. But by the time it was something to vote on, it was a core value of the cultures that brought it into 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 law. Do you think it'll ever change? No. That would that's just makes no sense. Of course women should have the right to vote and that will never ever change because it's a core value which is now like a, the land of the law, uh, law of the land. So it's just, and with other stuff that we have values for, if we really believe that this is a kingdom value, you know, like you're saying, uh, instead of looking at things politically, look at it as a value that people need to live out. So that's just my thoughts on that part. Should we play a song and then we'll come back? Yeah. Let's do it. So we'll play my, my little girl song that she requested and then we'll play yours after again. This is uh, Teen Street Worship singing Named. to the 
Good old Teen Street Worship, singing "Named," and the the lead singer is Faroese. Woo! Oh, it's really really cool. You can listen to more of that song on the music platform that you enjoy. All right, if you're just joining us, you uh, you, you need to go back and listen to the rest of this because this is a really really good discussion we're having considering uh, the the series that we're going through is Kingdom Seekers and. Daniel started us off with uh, what's the gospel of the kingdom. And we had this discussion about, you know, um, the gospel is obviously about Jesus and him bringing the kingdom and what the Jews thought the type of kingdom he was supposed to bring and actually what he did bring. And that's even better. Yeah. <laughs> and the miracles that are coming just from the first part of this gospel message uh, of him being arrested and, and, and introducing what the kingdom is to Pilate and him being uh, fulfilling prophecy from Isaiah. I mean, just so much power just in that part. So we can go even deeper on that, but we're moving on. And what's the next part uh, we're going to talk about? It's that the kingdom is in our midst, midst mm. or within us. Uh, it's Luke 17, yep. uh, 20 and 21. Once, on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, The coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say, Here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. Mm. Yeah. Now the question is, here is like, uh, if the kingdom is in our midst, why do we pray 
Your Kingdom Come. Mm. Uh, prayer. And I think it's like because... Sorry. Hmm? How do you say it? Because I hear it in so many different languages. That The Lord's Prayer. Vater Unser. How do you say it? Vater Unser. Vater it means unser. like Father, our... <laughs> yeah, like this. So, in Portuguese, also our Father. How yeah. do you say it in fair, uh, How do you say it in, in Portuguese? Pai Nosso. Pai Nosso. Yeah. <laughs> I sounded Italian there, but anyways. <laughs> Let's get back to the topic. Yes, sir. Sorry. No. <laughs> no, I think it's like because um, it's our desire or our task that we have as follower, uh, that you have with being a follower of Christ is also like to expand the kingdom mm. or like to be good role models and show people that God's kingdom is actually more interesting and more valuable than the mortal kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, we just pray for us because we are just humans. We are not perfect. Also, we are like living in two kingdoms at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, other people are also doing the same. And we just pray to get more into God's kingdom for us, but also for other people to get to know God's mm-hmm. kingdom and to get also like the advantages. Yeah. Of this. Have you have you heard that phrase before? The kingdom of God is here but not yet. Yes. I like that. It's really interesting because it is here, but it, it's not in its fulfillment in full. Just like I mean, there's a lot of things like, you know, we go from glory to glory in our lives or holy to holy. Um, we grow in our faith. Um, you know, all these different things, you know. Even though God sees us with the finished work because he said on the cross, with his last breath, he said, it is finished. But it doesn't feel finished to me. Like, it looks like we're still going through things. Like, if it was finished, wouldn't, shouldn't everything be perfect? Shouldn't heaven be here already? But it's not. Why, why do you think, what's going on here? Yeah, but it's like, um, if adventurers or, like, people going on a ship, mm-hmm. like, in the medieval times and going to another continent, mm-hmm. and uh, they see this continent and they go there and they start like settling there mm-hmm. it's also be like they are not actually part of this country Mm-mm. or it's not that they have already a new country there but they are like living in this new country and trying to build it conquer. and trying to yeah conquer in some way or yeah. to influence it with their values and this is maybe like the same what mm-hmm. Jesus did he came from God to us to yeah. um, show his power to fulfill the mm. prophecy what I thought about is maybe also a point of Jesus that he's just there to show like God can fulfill prophecies. Mm. And on the other hand, he is saving us. Yeah. So he did like two tasks with one. Yeah. But I like that, the, the illustration of when, when uh, empires, they go to a new land. And when they land on the sea, what do they do? Sack. The they, flag. They put the flag down. This is our land. It's like, wait, you don't even know anyone that lives here. You're already <laughs> saying it's your land. <laughs> they, they just shoot it in. <laughs> but in, in, in this way, you know, uh, God's kingdom, he, he's, he's been kingdom over everything. So it's not like he's taking land that's never been explored before or found before. Like he's just showing people, hey, this is actually already God's land. It's yeah. up to you to like. Yeah, of course. Reveal his kingdom here. And God wouldn't shoot you if you, <laughs> if you are like somewhere and Jesus comes and... <laughs> Nice, yeah. But I, I I like that prayer, you know. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And I think that's 
I think that's what it is. Like he wants us to live out kingdom's ways here every day in our own lives, but also to reveal it to others. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Any other thoughts on that? Uh, No. No, What do we do with all this knowledge? How do we bring the kingdom to our lives? Mm. Lena. (laughs) Yes. um, I think just first of all, by believing in Jesus as the Son of God and as our Savior, because there's also um, at least one passage in the Bible that I can think of where it says that um, Christ lives in us when we believe in him. Mm -hmm. So the kingdom of God is in us Mm. when we believe in Jesus. It's in uh, Ephesians 3, 16 to 17. There it says, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So when we believe in Jesus and what he did for us at the cross, then he and his kingdom, they are already in us and they are in our lives. And that's the first step in my Mm. opinion, just to believe in it. Um, But also then, of course, afterwards, act upon it. Um, Yeah, that's what I have to say. So this belief thing, just the first part is to just believe. How easy or how hard is that, do you think? Well, I mean, sometimes it can be really easy. Sometimes it can be really hard. I think Mm. it's always... um, really important to put the circumstances aside mm. to put the feelings aside and everything what seems to be our reality um but just yeah proclaim that that's not really the reality that god already reigns above all of that and that he saved us and that he loved us no matter what we feel like and sometimes we feel like that or happened mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't feel like it but no matter whether we feel like it it did happen and we belong to god do you think that then we're supposed to like ignore our circumstances or our feelings? No, of course not ignore, but I think we can um speak over our feelings mm. definitely. Yeah, um like that, that they're not valid. Yeah. Um and also the circumstances we can still pray that God changes the circumstances mm-hmm. and still trust in God that He is with us in our lives and mm-hmm. in our circumstances. Yeah. And that he has a plan for that. Yeah, I like that. I think it's, it's, we have to come to this breaking point in our life from the natural to the supernatural or from the time-constricted life that we have to the eternal value that we've been given. Because if we can't, not, it's not about fully understanding eternity because that's, I don't see it. Think that's even possible, but but to like accept, wow, we have eternal value. The things that we do here are bigger than here, you know. Then 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 we can come above our circumstances, our our emotions and stuff like that. And like you said, just proclaim, okay, what I'm going through, uh, actually, who's I I am is bigger than that. And, and when you're able to like really stand firm in that proclamation, then I think it becomes, I don't know if it, you can say easier and easier, but it just becomes more, yeah, what's the word for that? Like you just know that you got to do that instead of, you know, the other thing that we're so used to doing all of our lives. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, I think that actually what was Alina said yesterday about prayer, that I think this is such an important thing, that it's how we, we bring the kingdom to our lives and to people around us, mm. like praying and praying constantly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and what Jesus taught is actually even prayer for praying for enemies. Mm-hmm. So it's important to pray about people you like, people you're happy with, you're mad with, or yeah. everything. Just like MC Hammer says, you got to pray just to make it today. Pray. <laughs> you don't know MC Hammer? Mm, oh, maybe not man, you're missing out. I've heard the name, but I'm not <laughs> educated in this way. <laughs> Educated in this way. <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah. And I had like Colossians 3, like the whole chapter has like the title Living a New Life. Mm. But it's like kind of the thing we are talking about. Yes. Yeah. Different words. And um, Colossians 3, 2 and 3 says, Think about the things of heaven and not the things of earth. For you, for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in wow. God. This, another thing, what is my opinion very important when it comes to bringing um, it to other people like the kingdom of God to convince people and to show them like this is actually good yeah. is um, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts and whatever this is most important to me and whatever you do or say do it as a re- re- representative of the Lord Jesus Christ giving thanks through him to God the Father. That means like if we want to convince people mm-hmm. we should be good role models and we should point out the good things and you know, show people like on a we should be like living examples for it's good to live in God's kingdom. Where's that other part? Uh, let the message of Christ, yeah, verse 16. 16 and uh, 17. Yeah. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly. The message of Christ, the gospel message, dwell, live in you richly as you teach and admonish one another. Uh, you're actually supposed to greet me with, uh, with uh, singing. Yeah. So tomorrow morning, <laughs> when I see you, first thing out of your mouth better be a tone. <laughs> Hello, Manuel. Hola. <laughs> in Spanish, because we're international here, Manuel is from, from California, where they also can speak Spanish sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, who's like way wider than me, speaks better Spanish than me. Just saying. It's pretty horrible. <laughs> All right. So, so the second part, and it's something that we should probably end with, let the message of Christ dwell among you so that you can share it with others. So um, I think the last part was how can we live out this kingdom, the gospel message, the gospel of the kingdom with others around us? Yeah, the main thing is sharing, I think. Mm. Like it's prayer and sharing because praying is kind of easier because like it's basically talking to God. Mm -hmm. But like about sharing the gospel sometimes... There will be people that will uh, don't like or will literally oppress or persecute Christians that are sharing the good news. Yeah. So it is the harder part, yeah. but is the it is really important. Yeah, exactly. 
I think it's just to remember, like John ten ten says, Jesus said boldly, says the enemy, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give life and life to the fullest. So even though we might be martyred, attacked, ridiculed, put down for this perfect gospel message, we know that it, you know, comes to give life. And some people are influenced by the enemy, and they want to steal away that 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 message. They want to kill it. They want to destroy it because. You know, it goes against everything that the enemy stands for. Yeah. Should we play your song and then we come back and have some last words? Yes, please. Yes, please. And it's not uh, Demon Catcher. Hunter. Hello. Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter. And this song is nice that Jan shows because it's just using Bible verses. Yeah. Nothing else. Very cool. So this is God is with us by Disciple. Yeah, I saw him live. Yeah.
God is with us by a disciple. Good, good choice, Yanda Man. Thanks. All right, so so our time here is coming to an end. We have a few minutes left, but um, I, I gave I gave these guys a little challenge during the radio show. These guys, if you if you don't know uh, about who's in the studio with me, they've been here for half a year now, almost. Technically, it's not half a year according to Yan, but still. They were here from the end of August till till now, but they are are on a on a free mission trip with the Pace Movement, and they're helping us pioneer uh, Pace here in Scandinavia, um, mainly here on the Fair Islands, of course. But we also have a team in Denmark, and what they do is uh, any type of missionary work that is needed in that country, and whoever we and Santa and I are partnering with. So Santa and I, we are. Very much in city church. Santa is studying to be a teacher, and so she works at uh, at a school. And we have always had a heart to reach the younger generation, namely the students. So we try and find ways for them to get into the schools to volunteer, and and just bring uh, help the needs of the school, but also build relationships with with the students and and relationships within the church and in society and we just build that bridge so that there could be that stronger connection into how we build God's kingdom in every area of our lives. And you guys and girl girls, Vanessa's also with us, are doing an amazing job. So if you want to know more about Pace, uh, come find us and we can send you some information. If you want to go on a mission trip wherever there's a Pace team, they're all over the world and it's a free mission year. So get a hold of us. But Jan, if I was, you know, this complete stranger that you never met, but I saw you and something just, no, that wouldn't work. Okay. I knew you a little bit. I heard you talking about something and I was like really interested. You, you just so happened to be talking. I know. Here we go. We were at the bus stop and I don't really know you, but you were sitting next to Lena and you guys were talking about the gospel of kingdom of the kingdom. And it really interested me, but I didn't quite understand. But the bus was coming in like, you know, three minutes. But I really wanted to know. And I went up to Jan. Jan, uh, excuse me, you don't know me. What's your name? Yeah. Jan. Yeah. Hi, hi Jan. I, I'm Manuel. Hello. Hello. And I just heard you talking to this girl over here about, uh, I think you called it the gospel of the kingdom. What, what is that? Um, I would say the gospel of the kingdom is the story of Jesus, how God... Um, brought like his kingdom to this world to give us the opportunity to live in a better world with a, where it doesn't count like how rich you are, who you are, where, where you are from, because all people are loved, everyone is accepted, mm. and this is like the basically message that we can live in God's presence, which means that we have get get his values mm. and yeah. Yeah. That's the best videos, in my opinion. So. Oh, my bus is coming. Gotta go. But oh. thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I'm going to think about that. Thank you. Um, watch um, the live stream got a, um, service on Sunday <laughs> and you will learn more. <laughs> All right, Daniel, you're in the same scenario. In the same scenario, yeah. I would say that uh, it, uh, the gospel of the kingdom are the good news that we are redeemed and we are forgiven. Uh because we have a king that died for our, our sins. Mm. Amen. Thanks, guys. This is a great talk. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Lena, would you like to close this in prayer, please? And just bless those that were listening. Yes. Thank you.
God, thank you for this time that we could have together now, that we could talk about you and your kingdom. And I just want to um, bless those um, who were listening now and bless those who were um, hearing about you now. And I want to pray that, um, yeah, you just meet them where they are, that you will just reveal yourself in their lives, whether they already know you or know you a bit or don't know you at all. Um, yeah, just show them that you love them and that you are real and show them your presence because you are present. Mm. Um, that's what you promised. And I just want to pray that you will bless them um, with your love, with your peace, and um, yeah, give them what they need. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. As always, if you need anything, come find us, write me on social media. If you need any prayer or you want to talk about stuff. Otherwise, we will see you next week as we continue this series. Have a blessed week, y'all. Ciao for now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.